Welcome back to the Faith Awakens podcast, the Octave of Easter edition. Happy Easter to everybody who's listening. Uh, we are still in the Easter holiday. It's like eight days of Easter. Of course, Easter was yesterday, Sunday, and um, very different kind of Easter. But I'm joined, as always, by my co-host... Megan Grady. Uh, yeah, happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter, Father Tom. Thank you. Thank you. It it was a happy Easter in ways, I guess. Um, yeah, it was a very strange Easter. I agree. Yeah, uh, it was. My, so my mom has a really big family, and um, we usually all get together. And literally, it was just it was just the four of us in my family on Easter. So it was so weird. And we had hot dogs, which was a little and hot dogs for Easter. Yeah, we grilled out. We had hot dogs and um, yeah, and tater tots. So just just as they did in Jesus' Comfort time, food. grilling out <laughs> exactly. and and frozen tater tots. Were they were they beef hot dogs or pork hot dogs? I think they were beef. Oh, okay. really? Is it really like? Are they really telling the truth on the package of what's in it? I feel like no, I don't know. I, I don't care. They hot were dogs good. are just meat product, probably. So. Yeah, um, yeah. much like you, the thing I was m- missing most yesterday was normally after my Easter Sunday Masses, whenever those would be wrapped up, um, I would head home to my hometown and probably have a nice Easter home-cooked meal at my sister's house, and other family would come in, sisters and brothers or nieces and nephews and, and great nieces and nephews, and I really, really missed that. So I, I still had masses, although we were doing them virtually um, or over the radio yesterday. But then I kind of came back to my house by myself and cooked mm-hmm. lunch for myself. I did one of my Blue Apron meals, which so at least it was a little bit better than hot dogs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back off, man. It was a family decision to have hot dogs. But the trade-off was I ate it alone, so I just sat there and sulked and ate my meal, and then I took a nap in the afternoon. It was great. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so what did you do as a family for, like, Easter Sunday for for Mass or for, I mean, how did you try to accommodate that in your day? So we were going to, um, we were going to do Mass in the morning, um, but then uh, I I wanted to run before it got, it was supposed to rain all afternoon. So I ran really quick and then we started doing like stuff around the house and then it felt, it didn't, and then we kind of forgot it was Easter because, you know, it was just, it, it felt like a normal Saturday. So then um, about around the evening time, we're like, oh, we got to go to mass. So then we went um, online. It was, it was on YouTube. It was called Heart of the Nation. I don't know. We've been we've been trying different uh different online churches just to see which one we kinda like, but um yeah. So Is your home parish doing any kind of live streamed masses or things like that? Um, I'm not sure if they are. I know we're on like an app and I know I've seen our um our Priestess posted like homilies and stuff, but I haven't seen anything. I know the Diocese of Rockford, uh, Bishop Malloy has been doing stuff, um, which I really like him. So, um, yeah, so we've been, yeah, just (laughs) we did it last minute. It wasn't Easter morning mass, it was more Easter 
evening mass, but yeah, it was weird. It was kind of sad. I was like, oh, we kind of forgot it was Easter, but yeah, that's kind of a sad situation. That's for sure. Not not your typical thing. I and of course, every, a lot of places are doing their own thing because they're wanting to connect with their own people, which I totally get. But there are varying degrees of professionality with all of that, of course, and technological capability and. So those those can be a hindrance uh, sometimes, but uh, and a lot of people are going to those big names. I know a lot of people like through Ascension Press will be watching Father Mike Schmitz, or they'll go find Bishop uh, Robert Barron, or you know, kind of those those um, those those Catholic superstars that are probably do have the better equipment and people to help them pull it off a little bit yeah. better than most local parishes. And I totally get that, but I also know you know that that local connection is important. So. I was actually for Triduum, actually Palm Sunday, and then Triduum and Easter, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, um, uh, the vigil on Saturday and Easter Sunday, helping out at a local parish here, which I had been planning to do even before COVID-19, only now it had to turn into a virtual thing. So um, the deacons at the parish are really, really uh, organized and were on top of it and got the technology that they needed and figured it all out so that we could live stream masses. So it was basically... One of the deacons would be on with me for mass. The other would be running the camera. Then there'd be the organist and uh, and a cantor, and that'd be it. So like five of us. So that was yeah. by far the strangest mass of the Lord's Supper on Holy Thursday, the strangest Good Friday service, the strangest Easter vigil, the strangest Easter Sunday morning I've ever had anywhere. Um, so that was really odd. But yeah, we did um, we did mass on. You know what? It's funny because. Facebook? Thank goodness for Facebook, because I think that's where a lot of people are getting the local masses is on Facebook Live. Yeah. At least that's where we we got um, on Holy Thursday. Um, but it was weird because the camera would like like turn to go to the next, like to the readers um, to, or to the lectors, and mm-hmm. uh, there's like no one there. There's like no one in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, all the yeah. pews are empty. It was just, it was so weird. It was, yeah. And a lot of places are putting up the pictures of their parishioners in the pews and things like that to kind of remember them and simulate to some degree. (laughs) But it's just, that is strange, too. And then, of course, yesterday, too, we had, um, this is the third week we've done this, I think. Yeah, that we've done the the noon mass live from the radio station here on campus at St. Ambrose, KALA, 88.5 FM. So, um, and that went really well. Um, Again, it was like, four of us, including Dave, who's running and everything in the radio station there. So it was a very small mass and a strange, you know, strange kind of situation. But um, that's been going well. And we've even been talking about, okay, you know, beyond this whole crisis, do we try to continue to do some of these things? Maybe not to the degree that we're doing them now, because there won't quite be the need, I hope. Um, But, you know, so that's, you know, that's a good question. I would kind of put out to you first is, um, as a young person in the church, <laughs> um, you are definitely, you know, more of a digital native. I am in that weird kind of um, crossover generation where I didn't have any of this as a kid, and then I did kind of starting high school, college, and beyond and into my adulthood. So you know, it doesn't come as naturally to me. I don't have the same expectations um, in terms of people doing things through these different social media platforms and things. Um, but I guess, you know, from your perspective as a college student, you know, 
what are we doing now that you would hope we would kind of continue to do as a church in terms of virtual outreach or other technological use? Yeah, um, I think just all around having the option, like if you, if for some reason you're in a situation where you can't attend mass, I think having that option to go online and just participate in some way, I think is important. And I think a lot of people have seen through this uh, pandemic, unfortunately, but we've seen how, uh, how many resources there are and how many resources different parishes um, can offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really important if we keep, not all of them, obviously, um, not everybody has the uh, technology to keep this going, but um, I think I think it's important to have that option for people who can't necessarily make it. Because I know um, there's been times when we've been um, on, like, vacation or we've been on a trip, and we've been, I remember once we were stuck in traffic, uh, and we were, we were like, not going to make it to Mass. But we, um, I pulled out my phone, and I turned on, like, the online Mass. And we just we just did it in the car. And even if it's like just that, like obviously it's not the same, but it's something. Mm-hmm. It's something, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I don't know. That's my opinion on it. Um, I wonder I like too. Of, if, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I just feel like a lot of people just write off technology as like, mm-hmm. oh, like people aren't gonna read anymore, or like it just see it as this like villain in this in the story. And I just I I think there are parts of it that we can um, overdo and uh, things that aren't so good about technology, but I think there are a lot of benefits from it. I think we're seeing that now. Yeah. yeah. No, I think you're right. We can't just kind of say it's all bad and uh, we're, we're discovering, you know, and I was a little bit, uh, not in that camp exactly, but I was definitely of the mind maybe because of, you know, my own, age that like, okay, well, this is fine and good. And I get, we need to do some of this, but you know, it's not my thing really. And I don't really like it. It's, you know, but now we're like, we're surviving on this, you know, we're, we're, you know, spiritually having to use the, these means to, to, to reach people. And, and so it's been, you know, I, I think I've learned how to use every version of teleconferencing or, uh, um, you know, video conferencing in the last couple of weeks, for sure, as a lot of people have. Um, I'm still, I mean, I've definitely gotten a little bit more comfortable. You know, when you're doing things live, you're going to make mistakes and being comfortable with that. And uh, so I've gotten a little bit more comfortable with that. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I think we are, as a church, uh, going to have to embrace this a little bit more widely. In some ways, um, some of our Protestant brothers and sisters were already doing this and much better than the Catholic Church was um, with live streaming services and and those kind of things. And so um, a a lot of what's happened in the last few weeks maybe has been an easier adjustment for some of them. Nothing, of course, will replace that ability to gather in real space and real time and, and, and to have that sense of community. But I think these things can supplement that nicely. And I do think that maybe right now we're also reaching people that it's not that they, it's not just that they can't come because nobody can right now, but they might actually feel more comfortable kind of tuning in in this way, at least for right now. Um, and if, if the numbers are to be trusted on how many people are watching, you know, uh, our, our live streamed mass, for example, from Christ the King Chapel on a Wednesday night, sometimes it's more than what we would have on a Wednesday night in the building, you know. So 
are those people that are just kind of scrolling past and see it and, you know, click on it for a couple seconds and then move on, maybe? Um, or are they like, this is maybe this is an entree into, um, you know, a deeper relationship with the church and with the community and with God? So, you know, these are things we need to consider. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's a that's a good point about the how many, how much more, how many more people we are reaching on that Wednesday night mass? Because I've noticed that too, while we were watching um, mass on Facebook was like the numbers would go up and it'd be at like, I don't even know what the highest number you guys were at, but it was, it was pretty, it was like a couple hundred or like 200, I think. Or yeah. And, and then no it's way. had a lot no. more views afterwards too. Yeah. 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 Just like the views and stuff too. But um, I think that's a good way for, even if we do it every so often, like the alumni to connect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, like, um, just feel like they're a part of it again because a lot of them probably went to a Wednesday night mass yeah. while they were at Ambrose. And um, as a person that will be a senior next year, which I'm trying not to think about, um, I think that would just be really nice. If, even if we were to just do it every couple months, I think that would be – or during homecoming week or I don't know. Yeah. But I think that would just be a super cool way to connect again um, yeah. that St. Ambrose can do. Yeah, I I definitely think this is more a question of how we do this rather than will we do this. Um, And not just for St. Ambrose Campus Ministry, but for the church as a whole. How do we incorporate uh, more effectively technology in our ministry? And let's face it, uh, the church has been doing this for millennia, you know, um, and we... The, the early apostles would have been figuring out what's how how do we need to reach people how do we get out there um, you know developments like the printing press obviously revolutionized people's ability to encounter the scriptures you know so we're we're kind of living in a in a similar era and in some ways uh, while these things were present before this pandemic this pandemic has made us uh, take stock of them even more and and use them even more so. Um, campus ministry here at St. Ambrose, of course, uh, for our listeners, um, is doing some different things. During Lent, we've been, uh, we're probably going to change it up actually this week now that we're in the Easter season to reflect that a little bit, but we don't want to lose contact. But um, Mondays, uh, as tonight we will, again, uh, we've been live streaming adoration from the chapel. Um, again, it doesn't quite replace that experience, but it's something. It's another touch point for people. So, And the music is done very beautifully. We have Lauren come in and like one other student typically to come canter. So it's basically our director of music and liturgy, a canter, um, someone to run the camera, and me um, to, to make that, that live stream of adoration happen. Then Tuesdays, we had been doing the rosary at 3 o'clock, um, again, live on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but because it's always the sorrowful mysteries, which it has been for Tuesdays, uh, we we thought, we oh, maybe we'll change that up and do something different. We don't know. Uh, Wednesday night, of course, we we live stream our Wednesday night mass. Um, and then after that, have been usually holding like a Zoom meeting or something to kind of simulate like what we would be doing after mass when we would hang out in the gathering space. Um, only you bring your own snack instead of us providing it. So, um, <laughs> but that's been a little chaotic, but fun. And it is really good to see people's faces and, and kind of check in with people a little bit. And again, another touch point for them, especially in this very strange semester for us all. Um, Thursdays we were doing the Divine Mercy Chaplet again at 3, and again, I think we may continue that or may change that up a little bit. Fridays we had been doing stations. That's typically something done more during the uh, Lenten season, so maybe we'll 
will uh, change that up. I know Lauren and Tammy, so our director of faith formation and director of um, music and liturgy, have some creative ideas that they'd like to try to roll out maybe this week. So, um, you know, and then we had said we would try to do these kind of pop-up prayers. We've not really done a whole lot of that, but the idea being that, hey, um, it's a beautiful day out. I want to go to the grotto, and we're just gonna, we're just going to go to the grotto and put that on on and say a little prayer there. Um, so those kind of spontaneous uh, spirit-moved prayers might be good, too. We'll see. What do you, as a student, want to see from us or hear from us? Um, yeah, I, I, I think what you're doing is great. Um, I'm excited you said that Tammy and um, Lauren have some things planned, so I trust them to be creative um, with what they have. But I really like um, the rosary option. Um, which I get the powerful mysteries. It's kind of hard to do that like every single week. So I, I get why you guys are going to mix that up a little bit, but um, yeah. And I did the divine mercy chaplet, I think last week too. So I, I, yeah, I enjoy everything that you guys are doing. Part of me was thinking, you know, oh, they can, they can listen to this on different apps or things like that. But the whole point of that was, no, I'm praying together at the same time with my campus ministers back on campus. You know, that was the idea rather than, yep. yes, of course, you can pray the rosary on your own. Yes, you can use some app that will kind of uh, speak it along with you if that is a, an aid to your praying it. But the idea of us live streaming those even short prayer opportunities like the Divine Mercy Chapel takes, what, five minutes, is that you're praying with us at the same time, you know, so we're all kind of pausing and, and doing something together. Yeah. I also think it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, I'll pray that later and do it later if you're on your own. But if it's like a live streaming thing, you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to do that at three on Tuesdays or wherever you guys yeah. change it to. But, yeah, I think that's helpful, too. Yep. So I, I think I don't want to build it up too much until I know for sure. But um, I think Tammy and Lauren were mentioning something about an on-campus Easter virtual Easter egg hunt. So, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. So uh, we're we're gonna see. I don't know what that's gonna play out to be. So again, I don't want to build it up too much until I know. But I'm kind of leaving that in their hands. So we'll that see. Sounds so exciting. I had I to say, I looked out my window yesterday morning. Yeah, it was yesterday morning. I looked out my window, and there was a rabbit in my backyard. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my gosh, a sign. And I had a little extra kale, you know, from this uh, Blue Apron meal that I had, which is not exactly my favorite food, but I'll eat it. I like it cooked okay. So I took a little extra sprig of kale, and I brought it out to the rabbit, who, of course, ran off, and I checked it this morning, and he still had not come back, or she had not come back to eat it. So they have rejected my offer of kale. Uh, oh well. There's just but, kale in your yard now. That's funny. I, I thought it was nice to see the to see the Easter bunny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another thing I've been thinking a lot about. Of course, the whole country is trying to figure out when will we be able to relax things. I don't know. Nobody seems to know, and it kind of differs from where you are in the country, probably. Um, but all of us are kind of looking forward to and pining for that day when things will open up a little bit. So um, more on the fun side of things for today's conversation, what is the thing that you are most looking forward to beyond this pandemic? Um, yeah, I, I was thinking about this too, and there's so many things uh, that I think I want to do. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I think, I think most recently the most the thing that I've been thinking about the most is um running a race with other people. Yeah. Um because one of my favorite 
races that I've done ever since I was just a little a little girl uh, was uh, the Reagan Run, which is in Dixon, Illinois, which isn't far from me. Um, and they just canceled it. And it was uh, going to be the first time that I've run it ever since I was like, I don't even know, eight, nine. Oh, so, my um, goodness. Yeah. And my yeah. whole, so we, my whole family runs it. Um, and by family, I mean me, my dad, um, my uncle, um, his, his boys. And like, we all, you just see our names in the results. Grady, 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 Grady. And it's so That's fun. Funny. And it's just, it's the best. And, uh, yeah, I was really hoping to beat my uncle this year, but I guess it's mm. just gonna have to wait a year. But uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, running races, watching races. I like watching um, the different major marathons. So a lot of them got pushed back. Sure. Um, Boston sure. will be in September, so that'll be interesting. Mm. Um, hopefully, it won't rain per usual as it does in the spring <laughs> when they hold it usually. But um, yeah, that's kind of a nerdy thing to say because I know I'm a runner, but. Um, it's just kind of sad that a lot of people have been working towards these races and they just keep getting either canceled or pushed back. So, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, most immediately I am really looking forward to a haircut because, uh, I usually get my haircut every four to five weeks or so. And I'm like right at that point now. And I actually, on one of my runs the other day, I ran past, um, my, uh, my barber shop and just kind of looked at the door and they had a sign in the windows that closed till May 1st. And, you know, I don't know if that'll even happen. Um, I am not daring enough to try this on my own at home uh, without help and trying to balance a mirror and do things backwards. And um, I mean, if I do that, then it's just going to be buzz cut, you know, for sure. So um, and I don't want to have to do that. So I'm I'm looking forward to my barber being open again, and as soon as that happens, I'm scheduling an appointment. And um, I go to a pretty old-timey, old-fashioned kind of barber shop, uh, and I love that. And uh, they're good folks. I've been going to them, honestly, since I was a student at Ambrose, So except for the time that I lived away from Davenport. But um, the whole time I've lived in Davenport, and even when I was a student at Ambrose, I used to go to this barber shop. So I will look forward to that as soon as I can. In the meantime, well, I will, I'm going to be shaggy. I will tell you that my uh, roommate uh, did cut her bangs in an act of, I don't know, spontaneity, I guess. Um, yeah. But it did work out for her. Um, I was going to I was gonna get my ba- I used to have bangs, and I was going to cut my bangs again. Um, but I decided against it, and I saw my hairdresser when I was running the other day. And I just yelled across the street, don't worry, I'm not getting bangs. I'm not going to cut my hair. Don't worry. So my family, of course, is this huge family. And my mom would have cut most of my siblings' hair and cut my hair for a while, too, when I was younger. And there there are infamous pictures of our family, especially some of the girls um, when they were little girls, um, my older sisters, where their bangs were like way up to the top because, you know, mom had cut once and realized, oh, it's not straight. And then cut another time, oh, it's not straight. Cut another time, oh, it's still not straight. And so they had this like really high and kind of sometimes crooked bang line. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to avoid the home haircut if I can, but it's, yeah. it's killing me. It's not killing me. I can survive this. This is nothing compared to what's going on in the wider world. It's exactly. a minor hassle what, to be sure. But that's what I keep telling myself too when I like find myself being like, oh, Are you serious? Why did this get canceled or why can't I go do this? And I'm like, Okay, Megan, chill out. Well, yeah. 
No, it is good Turn on to the news and then humble yourself. Like, remind ourselves, yeah, to get some perspective here and there. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, I've been enjoying still my uh, my role playing on with uh, my buddies. We were supposed to start a Lord of the Rings theme- themed campaign last night, but one of my buddies had to bail. Um, so we're hoping to start that on Tuesday instead. So got my character all made up. Can't wait. So. Oh great! Yeah, it'll be awesome. So much fun. Yeah. One of these days, if, <laughs> if if this stays long enough, I'm just gonna join. And yeah. Play without, but you're not you're not allowed to tell me anything. I'm just gonna play blinded. Like I'm I'm just gonna make decisions, and you can tell me whether or not that's legal. But I'm just well, gonna try and, and role Almost everything is legal. It just doesn't mean that you'll actually be able to do it. So. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I feel you like I could be very creative. Win? That would be that would be hilarious. Well, everybody wins. Because yeah. everybody has fun. Or everybody dies together. <laughs> One of the two. Those are usually your options in role playing. Like you, you conquer you the quest or it's what they call a total party kill and everybody just got eaten by the giant monster. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't happen very often unless you've got a really jerk for a you know a jerk for a a, a DM but anywho uh, <laughs> I digress good. yeah I digress <laughs> so um, good to talk to you as always uh, we'll keep this up uh, be thinking of uh, of a clever idea for next week's installment uh, this is already episode seven next week will already be episode eight I've been you know keeping track of the 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 number of listens on SoundCloud and you know added up all together I think we can say that. Literally, hundreds of people have listened to us, or maybe the same 25 people multiple times. I don't know. Yes. But many people have listened to the podcast, and uh, I, I hear from some, in fact, that they do appreciate it. So we'll keep it up. Yes. Tell your friends, listeners. There you go. Tell everyone. Shout it from the rooftop. Just don't leave the rooftop because it's quarantine. <laughs> but. <laughs> All right, Megan, uh, again, happy Easter, and uh, and have a great day, and we'll talk to you next week. Happy Easter. All right. Oh, shoot, I got to do the... Oh, yeah, we always forget this. <laughs> uh, may the force be with you. Uh, the force, the faith, whatever, and with your oh, spirit. Oh, may the faith. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> this is what quarantine's doing to me. Okay, start over. May the faith be with you. And with your spirit. All right. (laughs) See you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.